Hello, and welcome to the much-delayed return of Load of Old Waffle. The podcast series thing where we talk about films and TV shows. Boom. Nailed that intro, and it's only the second time we've done it because uh, we're doing a (laughs) wrap-up of 2023, and we did our intros the last time, and then I asked Katie what she'd put on her list, just one of them, and she had done neither (laughs) list. She was not prepared at all. We had about 20 minutes where we both just prepared our lists i don't know what on earth katie was doing during that time Kate, what were you doing during that time katie i was renovating a home on animal crossing <laughs> you were, did, was it nice in the end it was gorgeous the, yeah the animal the, was happy yeah uh, it was chief he was a little fox and he really liked it yeah that's good so, so it wasn't wasted time it wasn't wasted time. that no. is good that is good so yeah we'll be looking back at the year just gone the good the bad the average uh looking at you the mario film and um we'll be doing five tv shows our top five and our top ten films. Maybe a couple of honourable mentions there. Um, yep. We did have hot seats, but because we haven't recorded in so long, four months, and even then we didn't properly, we only did a few. So All I can remember was that Luther the Fallen Sun was the worst film of last year. And I, that is an award that I can happily give out. I haven't seen anything that beat it. The Meg yeah. 2, The Trench was close. Oh, really? Cool. Luther but we'll the... get into all yes. that. We'll uh, get into all that. Anyway, spoilers, Luther, Fallen Sun. Don't watch it. Not very good. Mm. Uh, unless, if we ever change our mind on that, it's because someone has paid us to, uh, so... which can be arranged. <laughs> <laughs> what was, an, what, do you have any honourable mention TV shows that didn't make you five, but deserve a shout? No. Um, I found it really easy to just do five. I did. We before we started recording, we talked about Rick and Morty, which I wanted to put in. Then we realised we didn't finish the series. So yeah. I can't really put that in. Can no, I? you can't put half a season in. And I can't enjoy it that much if I forgot to finish it. That is true. So that it's is not true. great. Uh, my honourable mentions were Gen V, <gasps> which only just missed out. No. Is that your number one? Maybe. <laughs> and uh, only murders in the building season three, which I also thought oh, was very good. Yeah, that was a fun season. Yeah. Paul Rudd, Meryl Streep, the, oh, the, the three yeah. main ones at the best. Very solid. Okay, do you want to start with your number five then? My number five, Mike, was Fargo. Nice. Snuck in. You were un- yeah. You were unimpressed with the ending though, which yeah, aired recently. Yeah, I loved recently. this season. I loved, um, is she called Juno Temple? She is called Juno Temple. So good. Mm-hmm. Really good like main character. I loved um, Joe Keery in it as well. Mm-hmm. John, John Hamm. Hamm. Very oh, scary. Oh, so, such a good plot. I really like. Just loved it. But then the last episode just fell flat for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I think that's why it hasn't made it into my top five. Uh, yeah, although I probably really would give it an honourable mention as well. Um, yeah. My number five came out right at the start of the year, so it was easy to forget. Uh, Happy Valley season three. Oh, yeah. Top to cl- top class acting all round. I think we talked yeah. about it in an episode sort of waffle, so we, we won't did. say too much. But we did. Very very good. Um, uh, I can't remember what he's called, but his actor. Edward is so James. Good. Norton. No, I know. We're thinking of Ed Norton. It can't be Edward James Norton. He can't I'm be named. The wrong Norton. Yeah, we, he's definitely a Norton, and James is in there, but I don't think it's Edward. Anyway, he was in my hot seat for best performance for a while. Yeah, um, he's such a good actor. Yeah, have you found his name? Is it is it Norton? James, James Norton. Norton. We just added Edward on because of Ed Norton. Yeah. Good job, James, and Sarah Lancashire. Uh, everyone else, great show. Yep, yeah, very good show. Good ending. Good, good stuff all round. Uh, my number four uh, was Love and Death. Oh, see that. that that, yeah, that should have been an honourable mention for me. I oh, just like missed that. out. Just yeah, missed out. Did. We binged that though. We waited for it to all be out and binged it we probably binge over it. about four days. Mm, really, don't know, really good. You said that. Maybe I should have put that instead of Fargo, but I didn't. You I didn't. didn't you can right. only go off what's on the, list. on the list. That was really good. Yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. Like true crime. Yep. Drama. So, yeah, and we knew nothing about it either going in black, pretty blind, really. So. Yeah, uh, Elizabeth Olsen was class. Jesse Plemons was class. Yeah. Uh, his hair was frustratingly bad in it, but that's not his fault. That's the character. We can't the, hold the that against him. As well. so, yeah. is it the eight, 70s? So, late seventies was it? Yeah. Early eighties? Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Mine number four was Loki. Oh shit! I completely forgot about Loki. Oh well. You yeah, that deserved it. That did deserve a mention. Shit! I completely forgot about Loki. Yeah, I think Loki does a good job. Well, I think everyone loves Loki, don't they? Yeah. It was sad to see Loki die. So I, I love seeing him carry on in the Marvel world, but I really like the ending here. I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, with his with it. his Owen Wilson bromance, and it was yeah. very good. And it's obviously... Visually, I love it. Such a shame about Jonathan Majors. I was going to say, it has the Jonathan Majors cloud over it. Um, and it's interesting that they didn't go back and just try and refilm the bits with him to say he's only in probably two he's or three episodes. Lot, no, I think they could have found yeah. a way around it, but... Um, 
yeah, no, that was very good, and that did deserve an honourable mention, I have to say. Uh, number three. Dun, 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 dun. What's yours? Platonic. Ooh, very nice. Great. Uh, mine is Hijack. Oh, shit, that was really good. Really oh, good. I forgot about that. Yeah. Very good. Oh, Do you want to talk about, you want to talk about Platonic first? I love Platonic. I also love Platonic. So that is Seth Rogen mm-hmm. and Rose... Burn. Burn. Beautiful. Or Brian. I think it's Burn. I think it's Burn. I think it's Burn. Not sorry, like sorry Tuna if it's Brian. And Brian. Yeah, hot dog Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so Platonic. If you've not seen it, Seth Rogen is looking really cool. He does look cool, to be fair. It's the coolest he's ever looked. And he's friends with Rose Byrne, who is married, and they rekindle the friendship, don't they, after years and years, and mm-hmm. husband's a bit jealous, and yeah, it's just an interesting story about just a nice, friendship. a very nice watch about friendship. Yeah. Also, a little bit, of, a little bit of drama, a little bit of romantic oh, drama. Oh, pl- well. yeah, there's plenty of drama. There's plenty of uh, nice, easy watch. intrigue. Been renewed for a second season as well, which I'm oh, very excited about. Because, uh, yep, uh, number two. Oh, talk about hijack, Mike. Oh, sorry, shit. Yeah, uh, hijack. Idris Elba is a negotiator of the sorts. We watched it a while ago. It's a bit vague. I don't really remember. He's some sort of negotiator. He's on a plane that gets hijacked, hence the name, by terrorists. And uh, he uses his brawn and also his brains to <laughs> try and uh, save the day. I would really recommend that, actually, because, like we are saying with Fargo, the ending is so good, right mm-hmm. up until the very last episode as well. I think a lot of series do that, don't they, where the penultimate episode is mint. Yeah, and then I the agree. Yeah. The last one, I don't know how to title, but I remember that one being pretty good. Yeah, no, I liked, I liked the ending. Right, I thought... again, I remember the second last episode being mint. Mm. Really good. It really saw it acting all around. Um, really tense each episode. It was a sort of th- it was sort of one where we were we were excited each Friday to come back and watch it. Yeah, like that's it was, it's all yeah. About. That's why I prefer weekly releases, and that's why for me Apple was the best streaming site of the year. Oh, definitely agree. Yep, yeah. high quality content. Although my number two actually isn't from Apple. Go on. Uh, it's the fall of the House of Usher. Oh, see, very I good. nearly put this in and then very quickly took it out. To be honest. Oh really? Yeah. I thought you liked it. I loved it, but I just, just didn't. The other five were just far better for me. Okay. Uh, So, for anyone who doesn't know it, it's about the Usher family who have made the billions in uh, pharmaceuticals and every members of the family just start dying one by one. And so it's told with like a modern day story and the past story that kind of works out why what's going to happen is happening. And yet they're all kind of terrible. And it's Mike Flanagan who did uh, Doctor Sleep. I know it's a Doctor Strange. I knew it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. and uh, Gerald's Game, and he's also did uh, The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah, it was really good. Very, very good with horror, uh, and this was one of his better ones, I would say. I wanted this to be scarier, I think. I kind of liked that it walked a nice line of kind of just constant spookiness rather than outright. It was spooky, but yeah, I wanted more from it, I think. For? Like, I liked the reveal at the end. Uh, I think that all his stuff has a like an overarching meaning behind everything, doesn't it? Yeah, Which I like, yeah, but I, I, def- I wanted it to be scarier. Okay, I can agree with that. Also, uh, really good performances all around in that. Yeah. He reunited the two from Gerald's game, whose names are, oh, are escaping yeah. me completely. Uh, so apologies, but very, very good. Yeah, I love how he always recycles the same cast. Cause it's yeah. nice to see them all in different dynamics yeah, he, and stuff. He, yeah, he's worked with, well, pretty much all of them are at least repeat viewers, and any of them repeat viewers, repeat workers, and any who aren't mm. will be in his next one. Yeah. Basically, as long as you don't piss him off, you've pretty much got a job for life with Mike Flanagan. Guy, just be that. nice to him get him a coffee in the morning mm-hmm. ask him how his day was mm-hmm. high five him pretty standard that's the sort of thing do, yeah. yeah do nice stuff anyone who sees Mike Flanagan high five him you'll be sweet <laughs> was that but, your number two that was my number two yeah what was yours my number two was extraordinary oh really good I forgot about that mm. really really good show yeah that that should have got an honourable mention so from this, me I actually can't, I can't remember what the main girl's called but I'm sure this was January 23 it was early it was, it was really, early yeah. it was a long time ago so Everyone in this universe gets their own superpower. Some are better than others. Yeah. And it's about um, the main character, this girl, and she just doesn't get one. So mm-hmm. She's the only yeah. person who doesn't have a superpower, basically. Mm. It's just... Yeah, the vast, silly, really the vast majority of the powers are terrible. Yeah. Like, she adopts a cat, and then it turns out that's actually a man who's been trapped in his cat form for ages because he can't really control his cat powers. Yeah. And he's called Jizzlord because he don't remember his real name. Yeah. It is Jizzlord, isn't it? It is Jizzlord. Yeah. Yeah. She's called Jen. Yeah, she's called Jen. It's, he spray paints Jen loves jizz on the wall. Yeah, and she takes him to a cat show and then he turns into a human halfway through and they just carry just on the dance. Re- it's just it's really, really silly. It is yeah, really, really good. It's really light-hearted, fun. And Pretty just, sure that's got a second season on the way as well. I think it has been as well, but 
we've had so much Marvel content and following the timeline for so long, and that's obviously going a bit downhill. I really mm. like that this was just a complete flip of it. It was really yeah. silly and took the piss out of itself, but yeah. also the main character is the only one who doesn't have a superpower. Yeah, it's quite impressive yeah. to be able to do something fresh for superheroes when it's mm. all we get at the minute and the majority aren't very good. Looking at you, of the superheroes, Flash. My number one was Gen oh. V. I cannot nice. believe it was in your top five. I'm personally offended that you've not put it in. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I absolutely loved it. This was the best thing for, that happened to TV for years. The best thing that happened to TV for years. Yeah. My, I loved it. Well, my number one was Platonic. Aww. Yep, I, I knew you loved Platonic. I really loved Platonic. It was very much my type of thing. Nice and chilled. Very funny. Genuine friendship. I love that they didn't shag. I love that I it was just a genuine friendship, yeah. And like her husband gets jealous because you probably would because... You would, yeah. You know, because he's, he was, Seth Rogen was probably funnier than him. He was funnier than him. But he quite was a far lot better funnier than him. Yeah, oh, yeah, even doubt. But Seth Rogen though, was cooler. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I absolutely loved Gen V. It was so good. It was really, really good. Do you think it rides on the back of the boys, though? I think it's probably the best example of a spin-off I've seen a lot other than like Better Call Saul where it kind of flawlessly sits into a world without feeling forced. Yeah. And I, I think it's an interesting area of the world to explore of like this superhero school that's, you know, all flashy and stuff on the outside, but there's a horrible dark like everything else in the world of the boys there's a big dark truth behind it and Yeah. Oh I love the boys because it's so dark and like mm-hmm. you're saying it's yeah. gory and it's really gets into like the kind of like moral compass of society and how yeah. bad that is. But then I also love high school drama and shit like that so it's just yeah. combined my two favorite things and i'm not ashamed about it and i just loved it yeah no i did and it's all the better for that behind the scenes picture when they uh when they actually built the big giant penis oh. for um because obviously there's a girl who shrinks and like at one point she shrink a guy asks her to shrink down really small and like ride his penis so just, there's just like a behind the, the scenes be photo of, a behind the scenes photo of a big uh a big dick that they built which is always fun beautiful yeah good year for tv yeah, I think good year. I think really good year for TV, to be honest. Uh, I'm sad there's... I didn't put Love and Death in them. Sad I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, well, I'm I'm quite sad I didn't put Extraordinary in all Loki. But there's quite a few that we haven't watched yet. Uh, we haven't watched Beef yet. We've not watched which... The Last of Us. We... Yeah, because I've just started playing the game. Um, started playing it today. Actually, my daughter just died. It was pretty tough to take. It was so sad. I think her name was Susan. R.I.P. Gone but not forgotten. <laughs> um, yeah, so we will watch those because we obviously know they're very very high up. Oh, I thought I, I thought this year's Black Mirror wasn't very good. Yeah, I didn't love it either. Um, I finished uh, Rick and Morty, like we said. Should we get on to films? Yeah. Films, films, films. I actually have a joint ten. <gasps> That's cheating. It is cheating, but I just couldn't separate these two. That's. I, they both deserve to be in the list. They didn't deserve an honourable mention. They both deserve to be well, in the we, list. Should we do honourable mention first? I don't have any honourable mentions. Oh, well, that's you've cheated there. You've really cheated. Well, it's your um, honourable mention. Upset. I had two. I had the Insidious The Red Door. Oh, nice. Yeah, very um, solid. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's one of my two that I, I couldn't put I down as an honourable mention. I, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do it to it. It was too good to not to be an honourable mention. Well, go on, who else did you put then? Uh, I shared that with no hard feelings. <gasps> that's so weird, because that's what I was going to do. Were you? Yeah. Were you going to share that in Turtles? Yeah. Why is no hard feelings actually your turn? They didn't even make it into your list, no say, hard feelings. I said there was one, I forgot. That's was, the one you yeah, forgot, one and one you I said, oh, it can't be that important if I've forgotten it. Sorry, Jennifer Lawrence. She does deserve to be in there. Just for that naked fight scene alone, it's like the That is one of the funniest I've things I've seen in a while. And I feel so like you unexpected. either love it or hate it as well. And he is great in it. I think he's called like Andrew Bard Feldman or something. He is, because it's his first film, he is exceptional in it. And that man eater cover on the piano, beautiful. Oh, it's really genuine. He's got a great voice. So good. Um, yeah, so just... I'm pissed off I forgot about that, actually. I'm really... I was going to put it in quite high up, and then obviously yeah. I forgot and was like, oh, great, I've got a slot. I was really happy that she got a Golden Globe nomination for it because comedy is so is. is so often overlooked in terms of like what it actually takes to be funny, like Steve Carell in Anchorman and stuff. And I totally agree. And, and well, she anyone did the in funny, Anchorman, like um, lip sync, didn't she? Oh I don't yeah. What a funny guy. The only funny thing to happen at the Golden Globes, by the way. Uh, we won't get, we won't get into that. Other than the man who made the the joke about he, the Barbie being a doll with big boobies, was that how he worded it? That's exactly what he said. Yeah. Uh, and classy. We're give him no more. Mention. Classy. <laughs> He understood 10. the film. <laughs> uh, well, wait, can I talk about Turtles as well? Oh, sorry, yeah. Uh, I love Turtles. I love Turtles. I love the animation style as well. Yeah, take, took, uh, all, taken all the right lessons from the first Spider-Verse film. I mm. uh, have two other films on my list. Um, Interesting. A great voice cast. You can tell that Seth Rogen, who produced it and I think had a hand in writing it, uh, was a 
big fan. You could tell. Growing like, up, I liked his, yeah, I liked what you were saying with the four turtles that they were they were all actually teenagers, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, and they what got them all in the room. Simple, good idea. Yeah, they got them all in the room to record the lines together rather than what most animations do. Well, they'll just get one character in like a day and do all their lines. So they could actually bounce off each other. Yeah, and again, off. I think that comes off. Uh, and I think more animations really should start doing that. I do think you get yeah. better performances when it's not just say one line. I'll listen to a recording of someone yeah, like else. A genuine laugh and stuff yeah. as well, don't you? But yeah, this is really good. Really, yeah. really good. Good I liked, uh, I liked good plot. Ice Cube's villain, Superfly. Superfly. Very, just perfect. So what that was? That's great um, voice casting as well. It was really funny. Yeah. Um, and I liked the joke about when they were trying to split the names to be human names and Leo's name was Leo and then his last name was Nardo and they kept just bringing that up. I liked <laughs> that. That was funny. Um, yeah, was, yeah. Yeah. Really, really solid. Really um, wholesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so my number 10 was the new Hunger Games film. Yeah, I thought it was that was a lot better than I expected it to be, actually. I think that's why I, I had to put it in because I was, wasn't expecting a lot from it. Mm. And we both said after watching it that like the first two acts were like so good really and really good yeah it just kind of felt a bit short at the end mm, i think that's more uh, you're reading it at the minute and i haven't read it but i think that's probably something that happens in the book as well I'm about halfway through the book yeah. now it's the first like chunk was like exactly the same as the mm. film and now it's starting to get quite a bit different so yeah. i'm to see how different the book is i think they kind of ran out of time with it it's probably the only time they should have split a film into two thought they could never have but done that though after they did it with uh, yeah. Whatever the third one was called. What's it called? It wasn't Catching Fire. That was the second one. What's the third one called? Mockingjay. Yeah. Yeah. Which did not need to be two parts. But this no. actually, I actually think would have really benefited from being two parts. Or so a series. Yeah, there. I think. A series would have been good. When he well. got to District 12 as a peacekeeper, I think I started to lose. It just moves a bit too quick and you kind it of does. lose track of. Because you yeah. it's a villain origin story. Like, it needed to give you more yeah i don't think he's bad enough consistently yeah. throughout and i don't think there's enough there well, to kind of turn kind of him like bad him a bit as well, you, yeah he's the protagonist story, but i think but, yeah. i think you could in the third act really drive home his villainy and yeah, because you spent I'm, two acts liking him definitely that's what yeah it, that's what it was missing but i really liked it like i said no i agree better than i thought so that's why i should be yeah. number 10 uh there was what, a couple of too many songs in it for me a lot of singing. Yeah. Awful singing lot of singing. Book, I mean, she's a good singer, Rachel Zegler. Very good singer. Um, just a bit too much singing for me. Yeah. yeah good chemistry as well. There was also, I remember, uh, the weirdest Easter egg I've ever seen where they, they're eating like a horrible weed. And like, oh, we call this a Katniss. Yeah, is, is the, was was the Easter egg there just that Katniss is named after the horrible weed? Just planted the seed, didn't it? Like, yeah. you're going to hate someone called Katniss in 60 years' time. <laughs> <laughs> you old anyway, yeah. number nine. Number nine. You go first. I went first last time. A uh, bit of a bit of a curveball. So was, I had to throw it in. Okay, I'm intrigued. It's Blackberry. Oh shit! God, yeah, Blackberry would have made it into my list. I forgot. This was just so nostalgic for me yep. because the that whole era that they were, it was what we grew up on. And yeah, that was Blackberries. Like, yeah, we probably both had a Nokia brick as our first phone, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yep. And then the Blackberry became really cool when we were like yep. mid-teens. Brick breaker. Oh. So good, and just snake on it was mint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you had the little, um, you had the proper movable thing. Oh, yeah, the little like scrolly cursor. The little thing. scrolly cursor thing, yeah. But it was so interesting to watch how they had just completely and dominated Glenn the in- industry, yeah, and then just and then, fucked it all yeah. up, basically, yeah. completely fucked it up. And now Apple still just completely dominates it all. Well, like, they were just too advanced for the time, weren't they? Yeah. They were just too advanced, and then they took the cheap route, out, didn't they? And they got the last batch of phones. They get mad in China, and they all got returned or something because yeah. they outsourced it. Yeah, and they just fucked, fucked themselves, didn't they? Completely fucked themselves, mm. but yeah, Glenn Howerton and Jay. Jay Baruchel, I think. So good. Yeah. Such good Really, casting. really good performances it all around. Just, we're obsessed with Always Sunny, so it was so nice to see Glenn Howerton in. I know, I was actually, I was role. hoping you'd get some nominations or something for that, because he's so he's good so in good it. so good in it, but I just, yeah, like I said, nostalgic story for us. Yeah, and very, very well made, just, yeah, very funny. Even if you, you're not, obviously, mm. didn't have a Blackberry Curve, which... You can still you get behind cool it, yeah. You were not if you didn't. No, you, you weren't, you're a loser, yeah. but you can still watch the film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number nine was the scariest film I saw in cinemas all year. It was Evil Dead Rise. Mm. Um, just a one of them cinema experiences that you enjoy but also hate at the same time. Um, this is what I want from a yeah, horror though. The mum was the mum was horribly scary. Yeah. Um, then all the kids got possessed as well, and they became horribly scary. It was nice for um, the Evil Dead franchise to kind of like all the Evil Deads are good. Yeah. In their own in their own right, and the practical effects are so good in the first one. Mm. But it was nice to see that be 
completely modernized yeah it was nice really well. how different they did it as well like they took it into obviously a high-rise building but kind of kept the spirit of it the same like it did feel like an yeah. evil dead film which was really impressive they just completely um, modernized it but also it wasn't just retelling the old story like, yep again it. gave you an idiotic reason that someone would open the scariest book in the world it did, Who, yeah. who's opening that it's like made out of teeth and shit oh, every edge on it's sharp oh i'll read this fire, don't you? this might so just be a fancy cover for harry potter open it. just idiots idiots yeah. Yeah, give it to someone you dislike, like the man who's, I don't know, kicked your dog. That's <laughs> give always it hard in an Evil Dead film, because like you said... Yeah, they have no to open it, but yeah. It, but yeah. Um, yeah no, really, really good. Uh, and I hope they carry it on. I hope they... I hope, they, I hope so. Yeah. Lee Cronin, I think, is an Irish director and writer who was on board with that. And it, originally, that was supposed to just go to a streaming site as well. I think it was H, HBO Max, I think. Oh. And then when they watched it, everyone was kind of like, no, this is... It's too good. good it needs to, to be put in. Which, it, it's right. It absolutely needs to go to cinemas. And it made a good chunk of money. And it was a good year for horror as well. Uh, so, yeah. All, all good all around. Beautiful. Okay. Number eight for me was Oppenheimer. Ooh, low. Everyone low, 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 low. That is a low I'm, blow. You know I'm not sorry. I, it was so good and I loved it. But when I was rating, mm. how quickly am I going to rewatch that? Not as much as I am... The seven above. Okay. And that's why I put it lower. Okay. But yeah, Killian Murphy, amazing. He won the Golden Globe, didn't he? Uh, no, I don't think he did. Robert Downey Jr. Jr. did. did. Yeah. But yeah, very well deserved. So good. Oh, no, I think maybe... I don't know if Killian Murphy did or not. I'd have to check. Uh, I will talk more about that later, because that will come higher in my list. Okay. What's uh, your number eight? My number eight was... Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Um, which was just obliterated because it did not think that the Barbenheimer hype would be as big as it was. And so they opened it a week before. They didn't move uh, and it backfired. Um, That's pure arrogance, that. It still made like 500 million. It is. Well, yeah, it's stupid. But you've got to give them credit because their budget was so high because Mm. when everything locked down, they carried on paying the staff. Yeah. So. No, it, this didn't make it in my 10 for me. But it didn't? No, it didn't. Wow. Just that stunt alone should have made it in your top 10. It was, it was really good. Wow. Really good film. But again, I'm not rushing to rewatch it. I've already it. rewatched it. I know you have. I knew you'd get it in. I knew you'd give me shit for not putting yeah, it Yeah, no, I, I thought it was great. I thought there were really good action scenes. Uh, a, a really interesting use of AI as a villain. Mm. Um, that, that, again, felt belie- as believable as AI ever can. Yeah. Um, there was another film that I th- well, probably would have given an honorable mention to, uh, The Creator, that oh, also yeah, that took, did good. a really interesting take on AI, um, which is quite refreshing. It's not just like Terminator again, where they're all oh, bad. That and was really good, actually. I forgot really about good. that. Really good, yeah. Yeah, I really liked that. But yeah, uh, Mission Impossible, uh, obviously the next one, has dropped Dead Reckoning. It's not going to be called Dead Reckoning Part 2. Oh. And when, Mich- when it goes on streaming... Uh, the new one, the, that one that's come out, is it just going to be called Dead Reckoning? No, part one. All right. So they're going to just do a whole new name, then, obviously. For just the a whole one. new name, yeah, in the hope that. Well, that, it's interesting, isn't it? Cause well, I suppose I'd... it would make people watch it less, though, because you know, I've not watched part one. Yeah, I suppose, but I think. But then. It's a sort yeah. of thing where if a new one comes out and you think that was good, you just go back and rewatch it. Yeah. I suppose. What's your seven, then? Number seven. Sorry, Tom Cruise, by the way, on Katie's behalf. Uh, number seven was Evil Dead Rise for me. Yep, first scariest film of the year. So yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's it why was... I gave in honourable mention to Insidious Red Door because I really liked that. I liked as that well. as well, and that was a very good debut from Patrick Wilson as a director, not an yeah. actor because he's been in loads. Always good as well. He's he's always good. Yeah. No matter what he's, he's in, good. even if he's in a bad film, he's always good. He's always good. That's like, big big Patrick Wilson fan. He's in Aquaman two, what we haven't seen yet. Oh yeah. Uh, we were gonna go and see it tomorrow, but it's been taken out of our local cinema. It is our fault for waiting this long. It is our fault. Completely our fault. Um, but also. It's a bit of a chore, isn't it? A bit of a chore to go and watch a DC film at the minute. Also, I take that back. Don't fuck you cinema. Fuck you DC for making shit films. And also our cinema. It's not great. No, it's not. Up your game. Please. Uh, My number seven was Guardians Volume (gasps) 3. That's low. You think that's low? Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. But again, when you talk about rewatchability... That's It's it's a bit horrible to rewatch all the rocket stuff. Yeah, he's really sore. He's just getting... He nearly dies. But it's so good. It is great, and it's the it's a perfect trilogy. It's a fair. It's the perfect way that perfect trilogy, trilogy ended. The fact that he didn't kill anyone off, I think, he's genius because it was so everybody thought that he was going to. Yeah. Um. That's what like stole the show for it for me. Yeah. That he didn't do that because, like you said, everyone's thinking 
you're all kind of plotting who's going to die, aren't you? Yeah, right? oh, 100%. Marvel need a bit of a change of pace. Like, it's so hard for any, what's the word, like a superhero film to not follow that really generic formula. Yeah, They is, all yeah. kind of have to follow. Yeah. Which isn't, which is fine, but it was... Mm. James Gunn's are the most... They're the most... Yeah, the refreshing's the right word. They are the most refreshing in his films. Yeah. Um, and I'm just absolutely fucking obsessed with Guardians. So the fact that none are, of them yeah. died, I was absolutely buzzing. I'm sad that they've broken up and I don't want to talk about it too much because I might cry. <laughs> but they're all alive, so... It's, another it, universe, Mike, they're still doing Guardian shit. Well, they might they might reunite in a later Avengers film they or something. They're all still alive. I think most of them will otherwise. come back. They all will, Mike. I don't think Drax will. I think he's a bit angry at them. Why? Because he fell out with Disney, didn't he, when they sacked uh, James Gunn the first time. And then he just came back to finish his contract. And also he said he don't want to get that buff anymore, which is understandable. understandable, Because he's shirtless all the time as well. Apart from in three, they'd give him a little jacket, didn't they? Side note, honourable mention to knock at the cabin. Yeah. Oh, he's great in that. He's really, really good at that. He is good at that. I would have liked to Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I liked that. That was a good film. Uh, My number six. Have you done your number seven? Yeah, it was Evil Dead. Uh, My number six is No One Will Save You. That's high up there. Yeah, I liked that a lot. I no, thought it was I one of the most it. unique films I'd seen all year. Yeah, uh, kind of went cool. in completely blind. I'd just seen good stuff about it, like mm. online. No, I, like, I did like that as well, and I liked the main girl in it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't speak. Does she have one line in it? Somewhere? I think she has one line, yeah. Yeah, it was good, that. Really good, uh, really freaky alien design. See, I've... Great twist ending. I kind of liked that the, the alien to me was like the generic 2010 alien. Yeah, it was, yeah. And they just kind of brought it back, because everyone's like, oh, you can't do that anymore too yeah, boring true, so yeah. yeah I like to roll it back because that is still what I imagine an alien to look like but it had that thing where didn't it like didn't an eye a mouth something came out of its mouth at one point I can't remember because there's it's that page of scripts in it where it's, it's all alien symbols and he just oh, put yeah. random like put like little lines of di- little lines of uh, action alien in dialogue. it yeah Look, yeah it was good it was good that actually but not not yet, not your list worthy. No, not even honourable mention really. Ooh, okay. Which is harsh. It I, is I harsh. Don't need to be harsh What's that's your number six? Like it. This is a good year though for film. It's a great year for film. You're going to be cross from my number six. Okay. Saltburn. Oh, solo. That's I know it so is. I know, low. but I don't regret it. <sighs> you... Do you want to wait to talk about it? Yeah. Because you're too upset. Yeah. I'll go straight to my number five then, which you might also be upset. Furious. Furious. <laughs> which was Puss in Boots. That's your number five. Yeah. What? Do you think there's four films this year better than that? That is abysmal. Yeah. That's it's absolutely not. abysmal. <laughs> Pulsing Boots was amazing. Oh, I hope the Stabby Tabby comes and gets you. That is crazy. Right, well... Oh, well what's your five? Barbie. Yeah. Because it uh, it's great. We've talked it. We've reviewed it pretty in depth on our podcast. Performances all around are great. Uh, I just think, because we've rewatched it as well, those boardroom scenes are so painfully unfunny. Like, every scene with Will Ferrell in is yeah. a proper slog. Yeah, it is. Really and on a rewatch, I think the real world stuff drags a little bit. Just yeah. compared to how good the Barbie Land stuff is. That the half an hour we spend in the real world feels a little bit. Yeah, I do agree. Um, but it, it can't be uh, dismissed just for that um, bit where they all sing that song. What's the song? I'm just No, the song that they all sing on guitars while staring deep into their eyes. About oh, I wanna song. I wanna take you for granted, yeah. Is it by Matchbox Twenty or something? I can't remember. I imagine I imagine remember. it'll be higher on your list and you'll have more to say. Mm, well, yeah. Yeah, okay, so, so that's all I'll say for now. What we're on number five? Yeah. So what's your number five? Barbie. Oh shit, yeah. So yeah. now oh god, we're at number four already. Yeah, top four. Well we might as well carry on because that was my number four. Barbie was. Yeah. I'll go on. Your thoughts. I just loved it and I, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Some of it was bad. The the all the um Mattel bits were meh. Yeah. And we spent too much time in the real world. But I have to overlook all that, Mike, because I just fucking loved it. Oh yeah, Ryan I'm Gosling overlooking it. Just You've only put it one place higher than me. I know. <laughs> it was hard because I did have it for a second for a while and I had to be like, No, you have to be more objective. Mm. Which was hard because I'm incredibly biased towards it. And you have been wearing and your I am Knuff jumper today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the giant plastic boobies that's such a crazy joke to make awful but i it's important to bring that up because that whole that stupid fucking joke about man that, that silly, silly man. man who did not understand the film or probably couldn't be asked to watch it because he's that's prejudged probably it more beforehand. likely yeah 
oh cross but that was the whole point of the film mm, which yep. i think was really important so if people did go because they wanted to see margot robbie's boobies then they probably got a bit of a glimpse but they also got an important message <laughs> they probably got a bit of a glimpse so all those knobheads who watched it to perv on people i hope you I hope you got a good Quite message a lot of people i hope you felt bad it about perv it on ryan gosling as well though we're not talking about that some equal perving i'd imagine I'm not even talking about that, Mike. <laughs> not, naming go, names, not naming names. Not naming names. No, I'm joking. Not joking. Aside, I'm Greta Gerwig did a very good job here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it could have been definitely more fun. No, not not fun. fun. I don't just... know. More fun was definitely the wrong word. Yeah, because it is fun. It's it's I just, just the wanted, border I just stuff, wanted I the Mattel. There's Mattel a lull in there. Yeah, and it's such a waste of Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell and. Uh, Jamie Demetrio and yeah, um, that, that is a really good cast in there. So Such a good yeah, cast. but then I, I almost think it's a detriment to itself because when you got so like like you say, so yeah, you expect a bit more. Too, but yeah, you expect yeah. More. But then also, how long can the film really be like? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and they should. They don't need to be a big part. No, I think that so, was more. The yeah, issue. I think yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it should have been lesser known actors. It was beautiful, and then I you wouldn't it. feel it as yeah. you wouldn't feel the, the yeah, drop but as you put much. Like a, a pressure on, don't you, for those actors? But yeah, really, it's not. It's not fair to judge it down for that. Mm. Uh, it was a waste of a My number four is Puss in Boots. Yeah, I can't believe how much shit you just given me when I put it fifth. You just gave me loads of shit for Barbie and I put it fifth. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, Puss in Boots. It was, was squeezed the... out at the last minute. Squeezed out of my top three. Was it? Yeah, Puss in Boots wasn't that squeezed out of a bummel. It was just in the look Katie just gave me like someone had squeezed <laughs> I it out of shit. you were going to make like a cat bummel joke. No, this is about this innocent film. Yeah. Get your head out the gutter. This film um, also had a very good message. Yep, things I love about it. The way he drinks his little shots of milk. Very like a cute. cat, very funny. Uh, I like it when he goes to the cat home and grows a big like beard. A <laughs> he goes like... He is a cat. Well, yeah, I know, but he drinks like he doesn't drink like a human, which you'd expect, because he, he wears his clothes, boots like a human, he holds a sword. Like slurping up yeah, like a, like, a, like, a, like a milk, yeah. Um, he... You've thrown me off things I like now. I love the Goldie... Uh, Goldie... The Goldie Bears, what the Goldilocks's message oh, yeah. when she wants a real family and then she realizes she's got one with the nice mm-hmm. bears. What this did really well as well was obviously you've got Goldilocks who is mm-hmm. like, I'm going to say baddie in like inverted commas because it's not yeah. really. And then you've got the, um, Jack Horner who with is the big, big horrible thumb. But you were following three stories. I'm the scary lines. wolf, the scariest and animated scary character wolf. ever. I know he was scary, but it wasn't just like the typical, you have the good, the goody versus the baddie, like Puss versus yeah. Jack Horner. You had. Goldilocks in there as well. Yeah, there was a lot the, in it. It really is so fast-paced. And well. Perito and so Kitty Soft Paws. Kitty Soft Paws. But it wasn't all, it wasn't just like a classic 1v1. No, it it's really nice. Really nice messages about uh, panic attacks and family and finding where you belong. And stopping to smell the roses, mate. Mm-hmm. Just yep. enjoying the small parts of life like Perito. Yep. Best animated dog. Yeah. And what now, a yeah. good boy. He is a good boy. He's such a good boy. But yeah, this was a lovely film. He's bad, however, it pretends to be a cat. He's you bad, would spy it a mile off, yeah. But there were so many cats that he did. That is true, yeah. And he had his little sock. There was a jumper. Oh, yeah. Because oh. someone had thrown him in the river, but it was great because he got the sock out of it. Oh, so <laughs> sad. So, it so is a good very film. wholesome film, yeah, but really good message. And the animation is unbelievable. Looks, yeah. It looks really again, good. Yeah, that's, again, another one that's taken the right messages from uh, Spider-Verse. Yeah. Uh, my number three is Oppenheimer. Big Oppie. My, well, my number three is Guardians. So okay. we've already talked about Guardians a fair bit, I think. You don't want you don't want to add anything? No, I'm just disgusted in you. That's you don't want, want to talk say. about how you controversially don't like the final song choice? Oh, yeah, Dog Days Are Over. Mm-hmm. It works well in the film, but I was a bit like, mm, give me more, man. Oh, I really like it. It's a great song. Because they go but... through degenerations. They go through, like, decade by decade, don't they, as well, the songs? Well, yeah. 80s, 90s, to And I loved that song at the time. Maybe I think I overplayed it too much at yeah. the time. Like You're Beautiful by James Blunt. That can never be overplayed, Mike. That is true, yeah. Screw your head back <laughs> off. <laughs> Talk crazy over here. Uh, yeah, fucking love Guardians. Don't come at me saying bad shit about it, because I'll be upset. I had to put... I will cry. I had to put Oppenheimer in my top three, because I gave it a lot of shit when the trailer came out. I said I thought it was going to be boring and not interesting, and I was going to be bored watching it. You lick Oppenheimer's little... And I wasn't bored at all. It absolutely surprised me. It was it was like it was like a thriller. It was just people talking. Is is like the most impressive thing I can say about it. It was really good. Really, um, Mega. Every, every, everyone in it gives an incredible performance. Josh Peck gets like to be the per- one of the person who sets the, bo- the test bomb off. Crazy. Well, um, that's the redemption we all wanted. Yeah. The effects are unbelievable. Um... 
I mean everything. Like, there's not. I can't really. Oh well, uh, the bad thing about it is the uh, <laughs> the pretty laughable sex scenes. Oh my god, um, I forgot about that. Which do knock it down. I mean, the one where they're both sat in chairs, fully naked after having sex. Well, Just no chair. one does it. No one ever after sex is like, "Shall we have to chat now?" Well, right, chat even first. if you do do it, you do not put your sweaty wet ass on a leather sheet. Uh, no, leather imagine the, the noise when they both try to get up. Imagine the uh, pain. There'd be bits of the skin stuck to it. Then you'd leave like a little sweat skin on the chair. Yeah, of course you would. Yeah. Horrific. And, oh, and the first one when she just starts randomly riding him in the chair and it just comes out of and absolutely nowhere. Him, people like laughed in the cinema. When that and then on. makes him read. Uh, we some... are very awkward, awkward British people though. Yeah, but that was, it was just, it, it was because Florence Pugh's on screen and then about 40 seconds pass and yeah. then like you say, she's riding him and it's just kind of like, oh, that's it? That's the introduction, is it? Yeah. Okay. Florence Pugh had nothing to do in this film except well, get ca- It's hard, isn't it? Because there's obviously so much to his life. And you have to put that in because that is a big part of it. Her, his relationship with her, and kind of his affair with her, and his. Um... What's well, affair with Emily Blunt? No, he marries Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt's his oh, wife. Shit, yeah. It? And Emily Blunt forgives him. Yeah, no, because she, like, Florence Pugh, kills herself, and then he runs off to cry, and Emily Blunt's like, "Don't you dare! You don't get to make to, to make your mistakes and try and make me pity you." Yeah, she does. Yeah, Emma Blunt's really good, isn't it? Everyone is. Like, really, really good. Crazy for not putting your top three. Criminal. Absolutely criminal. I feel bad for even, like, bringing it up, but he was a little bit boring. Oh, you... Just a teeny weeny bit. It just... uh, And everyone was so good, and it's really compelling. It's a perfect cinema watch, but again, I feel like if I was watching at home, I'd get a bit bored. Uh, Christopher Nolan, if you're listening along with Tom Cruise, I'd like to apologise to you as well now. Um, Katie does not know what she says. If Christopher Nolan is listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> Katie also won't watch any of Christopher Nolan's Batman films because she doesn't like, quote, uh, Batman's voice. It's awful! It's uh, awful! And she just won't watch Inception because she just gives up trying to understand it about five minutes in. She's all... like, why is there a big wave of water? Oh, that's unrealistic. Okay, I've, I've, well, everyone's got the why is he asleep I, now? I, I can't, my brain can't take him too much. That's why I picked Barbie and over when Kate, Oppenheimer. And when tried to watch Interstellar, she accidentally watched a porn film called Into Stella. I don't think the world needed to know that. They're, these are all the, these are Katie's Chris Nolan experiences. Have you seen any of them? Oh, well, you watched... I up to at home with my business. <laughs> <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't watch Memento? You gave up on that as well because you didn't immediately understand it. Why is this now bashing me? <laughs> I will watch them in my own time. Thank you. When my brain has enough energy and power to do it. I have a Sunday brain every day, mate. That's true. And today is Sunday. So today so. is Sunday. So shut your pile. What's your number two? Uh, <laughs> shut your pile. That's your number. That's your second film of the year. Yeah. The story of how they got Michael Jordan to make a shoe. It was fucking mint. Oh, I nothing else about it. Ooh, Oppenheimer's mint. Oh. That's you, by the way. <laughs> to be fair, Jordan's probably have made more money than Big Bombs. Exactly. So... <laughs> It was good. It was really good. I liked it. Um, this again, everyone's well. great in it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to, this to be so good. Well, this is my perfect type of film where it's like a bit like Love and Death, like we talked about before. Where it's mm-hmm. a, a true a story. True story that. Well, I mean, Love and Death was much more. Well, I suppose they're both really famous origin, not origin stories, but you know what I mean. Yep. I'm going down the wrong rabbit hole, but yeah, not too intense. Not to no. not to think too much. My little oh, brain no. can yeah, just enjoy true. it. You understood it. You know what a shoe is. That was half the battle. <laughs> Originally, you asked me if they were talking about socks, and I had to quickly put that. No, no, no! It's the thing that goes on the sock over it. Yeah, it's that one. I love an underdog story, mm-hmm. Mike. It makes me emotional. I, I explained basketball to you as well halfway through, and that helped. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I have to put up with this all the time as well. So, who's the real victim? That's true. Uh, no, it's great. Ben Affleck's great in it. Matt Damon, Chris Tucker, uh, Viola Davis is really good in it. Um, and just fair fucking credit to that family for. Taking on the underdog, but make sure they got yeah. fucking coin for it. Yeah, as well. it's crazy to think that Nike were ever an underdog in any market. Yeah, it is yeah. th- that is interesting. And now, obviously, the, it's just revolutionised. Oh, and Jason Bateman's great in it as well. Oh yeah, great cast. But I love seeing Ben Affleck and Matt Damon come together. Yeah, and to be fair, it's, it, they do deserve credit for making a film about just getting an athlete to basically wear your brand of shoe. Interesting. Yeah. Even um, the stuff like with the um, the shoe regulation they said they'll pay the fine as well. Yeah, like and that changed like, it all. I don't yeah. need to know that, but it made it, it is just, interesting. It's, it's it interesting, is interesting. Yeah. And I didn't know it was going to be an interesting story. I thought, oh, it's fucking Tuesday night, it was a shit day. Well, let's go to the yeah. cinema. And then I just come out elated. 
You did come out of that, yep. And I'm obsessed with it, and you should all watch it. If you've not watched it, or if you didn't like it, then don't don't say anything to me, because I'll be upset about it. Unless... I uh, very you... defensive about my top ten. Yeah, definitely watch it, unless you don't know what shoe is, because that is half the battle. Then it might be difficult for you. Yeah. Um, my number two is Saltburn. Yeah. Um, because Was it's... it specifically for when he shags the grave? Uh, is that the bit you like the best? No, I liked the uh, the bit when he slurped up the, the cummy water. Yeah, that bit was... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I won't do ASMR for that one. I've seen a lot of people say about this. Sorry to delve into the wrong end before we talk about it first. Um, Saying that it was really predictable. That's why I didn't like it. I totally disagree I totally disagree. I was... Especially because we're in a a thing of cinema now where we're kind of... Every film seems to highlight the corruptness of the rich and... How yeah. uh, what rich how how uh, wealth can corrupt you and you know it kind of makes you soulless and you know stuff like the White Lotus and that. So for this, I was just immediately waiting uh, the whole time. I was waiting for Jacob Elordi to fuck him over. Yeah. To to do to embarrass him to to kill him to do something to him, and then the, obviously At the no twist point being did I suspect. No, no, never. The twist being that he has manufactured the whole thing. His entire relationship with him, his way of like wiggling into the family, and he you know he tries it first with. Um, what was Jake Lordy's character name? Felix. Felix, and then he tries it with his sister, and then he tries it with his mum. Like he's just he's staying he in this family any way you can. Proper sadistic. Yeah. Um, shit, what's that word? One beginning with M. M. Man. No. You think of the word man. Manipulative. <laughs> That's what I wanted. She was thinking of the word man. She just. <laughs> manipulative. Boy, into her. Boy. <laughs> um, I mean the performances are unbelievable. Just kind of. And it, it's a film that I feel like just sticks in your head. Like, yeah, it, that it, director's really good at that. Yeah, it really generates conversation. Like, um, a lot of my friends who don't normally watch films like that have all watched it and like have all uh, chatted about it in the group chat because it's just like, it, I don't think it's a film anyone would ever turn off. No, because as soon as you start, you're like, okay, where's this it's going? Completely gripping. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, so good in it. It's a nice, like, a nice time, time capsule well. to like yeah. the early two thousands. When Superbad would just come out on DVD and oh, Murder on the Dance Floor was a you know a, a bop. And I have a bone to pick with that. I okay, am you not do. impressed with YouTube for renaming that video. <laughs> Sophie Aspect and Murder on the Dance Floor brackets as featured in Saltburn. Don't disrespect Sophie like that. That was an absolute bop from way back when. It was and is a bop, yeah. It, it still is a bop, but it doesn't need Saltburn to promote it. Although okay. It did. YouTube. It Fucking didn't need Saltburn, but it did need the Naked Man dance. It did need the Naked Man dance. I Which, again, I full if credit. I released it and did that video, but don't fucking mm-hmm. change Sophie's beat. <laughs> she deserved all that credit. Full full credit to credit Barry to Barry Keown, I think that's how you pronounce it, oh, for yeah. doing that. Like like we said with Jennifer Lawrence doing the Naked Fight, a Naked Dance is... So it was per- the perfect ending to the film. It, it really so is, yeah. He's weird. won. He's won. And the weird thing is, you kind of, even though, like... In reality, Felix was lovely, like just the yeah. loveliest guy ever. You kind of feel a bit of sense of victory for him. Like you kind yeah. of think like, yeah, he did it. Yeah. He did you it. You kind of weirdly rooting for him, aren't you? Yeah. That scene as well when he goes back to his lovely like normal. Oh, his lovely well, mum and dad. Even, like, normal. So he, oh yeah, still pretty pretty, pretty well yeah, off, yeah. top middle class, I'd say, yeah. Yeah. And his mum and dad are just worried. Worried, about him. yeah, don't know where he just is. And then they realize and then they reveal how, how clever he is. Yeah. We got his, did he get a scholarship or something? That's why. But yeah, yeah, he was a top-ranked scholar. And then he just set his sights on just inheriting a fortune with no work. Yeah. And he true. did it. And he did. And I think that's why it's so relatable, because who wouldn't want that? That's true. Well, to whatever means he can. Off a couple of poshos, <laughs> inherit a castle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds all right when you put it like that, doesn't well, it? Then it was, I, when we watched the trailer for it, I assumed it was about... Um, I thought Felix and what was Barry called? What's Ollie. Ollie, yeah. I thought it was going to be like they had a really turbulent relationship and just kind mm. of getting in the, the crux of that and being that posh union stuff. Yeah. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be, which I always love it when... Mm. Yeah, when it surprises you. Yeah. Also, yeah. it was the uh, the best looking film of the year, not oh. just including the incredibly attractive cast. That just every shot oh, is yeah. like... Ah, yeah. And stuff as well, the yeah. posh house. Mega. And the part, the big part they have for it and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it looked amazing. It was really, really good. Loved it. And yet, where did you put it? Eighth? Yeah, but I did put it quite low. Oh. I know. It was a good year, Mike. What was I supposed to do? I know. Uh, your number one. Your number one. I think it's my number it's one as well. It's the same. Yep. Uh, is it Across the Spider-Verse? Is that the full name? This one is Into the Spider-Verse. I think the next one is Across the Spider-Verse. So the first one is... 
Oh no, but that one, that one, but that one's into the Spider Verse. Is this one beyond the? No, this one is across a thing, and the next one's beyond. Yeah, this one was across the Spider Verse. Oh, um, I what a sequel! Loved this film. What a it sequel! Was so good. We rewatched it actually very today. recently, so it does have a bit of an advantage over some of the other ones. But I think you've watched it more than t- once. Twice, I think I've watched you? it two or three times now. Yeah. Oh, it was it was almost better on the second watch. That I first agree. scene I think when Gwen's like doing the drums and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. like quite yeah. a long scene as well. Oh my god, it was so good. It just hooked you in straight away. When we went to watch it in the cinema as well, it was every seat was full. Yeah. Oh, and you know, in the cinema, like normal, right? Depending where you live, we experience this a lot. We go to the cinema, and it's just very poor cinema, right? Mm-hmm. So when you go to film race and it's full to the brim, like when we went to Mario, which we'll have to talk about, yeah, as well, full to the brim. But everyone's quiet and watching it, even when there's little kids there. I think this is just—it's proof it's a really good film. Yeah, you know, where everyone's just engrossing it. Which makes you enjoy it more. Yep, I agree. Because you, you're all kind of like, yeah. don't know, in it, in it together, enjoying yeah. it. But, no, I agree. all that aside, opening scene, set it up, so good. And then it was that good, it must be, what, two and a half hours long? When yeah. it finished, I was like, what the fuck? How, how can it yeah. end there? How is, how how is, is this? The yeah. End? yeah. No, it is, it is great. It builds on everything the first one set up. The, every character is kind of developed and the, the art, every character has an arc. Yeah. Um, the design is even, the design and the, effects and everything are even better than the first one this franchise has like revolutionized animation yeah it has and if you look at like we said if you look at puss in boots and uh turtles already it's showing yeah. the effect it's had which just shows how successful it is which is so nice that that genre's gonna get more yeah and i think it's part of the reason why all the disney ones and pixar stuff isn't doing as well because they're not learning the lessons yeah. from that they're trying to stick with their kind of tried and tested things and they were the they were the leading company in that yeah of course uh in that genre for for decade yeah a decade and a half and then now they're kind of not keeping up with the times and the films are kind of bombing because of it yeah i mean they have that film called wish come out i don't think i've seen any advertising for it no like what was that strange strange world oh yeah the one that we watched yeah Yeah. but oh miles morales fucking mint spies man Mm -hmm. so good i just love the whole like premise of him not like, he's not accepting to the Spider-Verse, is he? He's not accepting the canon. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, now nah, do my own thing. But do you what think guy? his dad will die in the third one? No. I do. Why, though? But he's already lost his uncle. Yeah. And he's he doesn't have the same canon events because he's not... His uncle, very, was, a, uncle was a baddie, though. I know, but he was like... He wasn't supposed to be Spider-Man, was he? And he's no. He's very worthy of Spider-Man. Mm. I mean, I, I am like sure it's a great cliffhanger all nasty to him about it. But Miguel yeah. is a real meanie. A real meanie. He is a little meanie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I love the idea of him. Obviously, there's one spider person in every universe, but he's... Nicked someone else's, basically. Yeah, yeah, but then... nicked one. You can't treat him the same with it all that, and I really hope that's what comes out in the in the last one. Because mm-hmm. they all started to kind of change their mind, didn't they? Yeah. Towards the end of it, whereas, you know, it's... Well, it's not fair. Like, it's still like the message of all the Spider-Man films, where you can't save everyone. You know, it's like greater good sort of thing. Yeah, which still does come across in it. Mm. But then it's also praising individuality and yeah, yeah, just loved it. And uh, my personal favorite Spider-Man featured in it was Peter Park's car, the buggy. <laughs> yeah, it was and I also like the cat. Oh yeah, very cute. Spider cat. I liked a little Peter Parker's little baby. She's called Mayhem. Yeah, she is called Mayhem, yeah. That was just a little cute, funny scene. Yeah, it is. Um, There's too much to even say about it. Like, yeah, there is. And I think we I have the reviewed it as well. the relationship with his dad and his mum and dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and there's so many details in it that, like you said, every rewatch you'll see something you didn't see the first time and it will get better. It does. Um, that's, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Pref- I loved it the first time. It was 10 out of 10 the first time, but the second time was just, oh. Katie, totally Katie kept firing invisible webs at the screen when we were watching it. <laughs> what are you about? Every time Miguel was on screen, she'd shoot him. Shout, take that, Miguel. <laughs> you did make me cross, Mike. And, you know, don't come for miles. I get very passionate <laughs> upset about things. And as soon as I explained what a spider was to you, you understood the film perfectly. So that was good and as I well. I only yeah. asked to ask three times. Yeah, so. you, you forgot. After each hour, you forgot, roughly. Oh, and drums. You didn't know what they were either. <laughs> You asked why she was hitting bongos with sticks. For God's sake. <laughs> um, and that just do you reckon that just about rounds up our do you want to yeah. talk about some of the some of the not so good ones or 
uh, yeah, I, I liked Mario when we watched it, you know. But... Sorry, I fell asleep thinking about the film Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was not even paint close. By even numbers if it was a top, of... top 20, it wouldn't have even got in. It looked good. It the animation was fine. The, the voices were actually fine to say all the uh, shit Chris Pratt got before it. It yeah. just felt like a lazy, like, we have to put this in, we have to put this in, we have to put this in. It was kind of more soulless. It, it, like, if you compare it to Spider-Verse or Puss in Boots or Turtle, yeah. something that's made with real love, this didn't feel like it was made by someone who's grown up playing Mario yeah. and had, you know, loved it the whole life and had thought about it a lot. It was like, okay, we have to put a Mario Kart scene in. We have to put a, um, a scene where he runs with the Mushroom Kingdom. We have to it's do pipes. Really, we have it to could do... have been a good like, franchise, you know. Well, it still will be. I think, well, I think, yeah. I think, I hope it gets better with sequels and, like, maybe they flesh out. Because, like... You know, Peach had, was hinted at a backstory. She just came out of a pipe and didn't know where from. Yeah, Is she a human? So I'd hope that in a sequel they'd, they'd come back and properly explore stuff like that. Got the sculpt too now, haven't they? Which is, yeah. That's good. Um, you, you just... You, Katie's got a, Oh, Megan wasn't very good either. Oh, oh no. I would like to give... Um, I think Blumhouse have a bit of a problem where their films just aren't scary anymore because they also did Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, yeah. And they're not, like, necessarily bad. But just to say that they're like the horror company, it's really strange now that I go into one thinking, oh, well, this won't be scary. Yeah, they have kind of took that away from them, haven't they? And I hope that's something they've put right. We haven't seen Night Swim yet, the film about the haunted swimming pool. (laughs) But um, I'm not expecting that to break the streak of films that aren't scary, I've got to be honest. I want to give a mention to Cocaine Bear. Yep, nice. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Meh. Very meh. Very, very meh. Won't talk about Luther the Fallen Son. <laughs> you gave it two stars. Two stars. That is an absolute typo. That's crazy. That God, you loved it. <laughs> oh, Shazam. You absolute. You would rather watch Luther the Fallen Son again than Shazam. I mean, Shazam was bad, but I'd rather watch that again. I would rather watch it. It was again. inoffensive. Oh, and I like Dungeons and Dragons. I like Dungeons and Dragons well. a lot. That, that deserved an honorable mention, actually. That was very oh, good. Oh, and do you know what nearly got on my list? 65. 65 was very good. I liked that. Proper yeah. throwback B movie. Yeah, we've already talked about how the Meg 2 wasn't very good. Um, oh, Missing, I like those films. Oh, that I really one like Missing. As, um, preferred the first one. I, I really like, like I really like the style of those, like you said, though. like um, Just computer detectives all filmed via... I know. Um, oh, Fast X and The Flash. Bad, yeah. bad. Oh, yeah. Asteroid City, that was okay. Yeah, we can't just name everything on your letterbox. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Will. Oh, Strays deserves a shout out, although I will say we shouldn't do it and then name one quickly. Uh, Strays was great because it was about a border terrier and we have a border terrier and uh, there was a lot of good dog jokes. It was, yeah. A good year, a really good year. Mm-hmm. And uh, on our next episode, which will come out a week after this, we will be reviewing, looking ahead to 2024 uh, and raising the question, will that be a good year for film? Will it be as good as this? Or will the strikes have ruined it and there won't be much coming out? Who knows? knows? Who knows? Come back to find out. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Uh, these come out... Are we doing these on Mondays now? Coming out on Mondays? Yeah, why yep, not? These will come out on Mondays, and our drunk debates will come out on Thursdays, and... Uh, not drunk debates, sorry. Our drink on commentaries will come out on Thursdays, and this one, uh, this Thursday, we're going back to... We're throwing ourselves... We're easing ourselves back in, and we're doing Morbius again with new rules, because uh, it's Morbius. You, you can't get bored of it. It's and it gives everyone an excuse, including us, to watch Morbius. So, uh, which is what the world wants. Yeah, thank you very much, and have a good day, night, evening, afternoon. Just have a nice Whatever time. you are, have whatever a nice you do. Yeah, have a nice life. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.